Hello and welcome to another episode of That's So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. My guest this episode, say your name. Carrie Claypool Lambert. Yeah, hyphens, baby. And our movie this episode, from 1969. <laughs> 69. <laughs> Devil Woman. Uh, it's a movie from the Philippines. It is... Uh, very dubbed <laughs> not not well dubbed but very dubbed definitely not well dubbed i would have preferred to have subtitles well but it's like the it, it's very much like the old like kung fu movies you know yeah. it's that level of you know but it's kind of two different movies that eventually collide in the last like 15 minutes yeah yeah it starts out as one, and then another movie shows up maybe a third of the way in, and then they collide at the end. Yeah, we have like a semi, well, not semi, I guess, a supernatural sort of revenge tale, and then a kung fu movie, and then they meet in the middle. And all you gotta, really, all I need from that is a kung fu guy to, like, use kung fu on snakes. Mm-hmm. And we got that, kind of. So mm, yeah. I don't know what else you can ask for. Not much. This is, I mean, it's not great. But especially considering when it came out and probably what it costs and things, way, way better than a number of movies I've done on this show. So yes. <laughs> including our last Club. two episodes that you've been on, Train mm-hmm. Quest and Munchies. I would say this is better than both of those. Yes? Definitely better than both of those. So we, yeah, last week's last episode was the lure, which was about mermaids or sirens, and then this one's kind of a Medusa, a Gorgon esque yeah. lady. Not so much turning people to stone, but spoiler alert: snakes for hair, snakes <laughs> on her head. Yep. So that's interesting. And how uh, lucky that there's a song called "Devil Woman" that I could play. As a clip at the beginning of the episode instead of badly dubbed dialogue. Yeah, that, that would not have gone over well. <laughs> because mm. even the dubbing, it's clearly the people doing the dubbing clearly also had like English as a second language because mm-hmm. it's still very halting and very like, I've come to see you, you know? Like it's still yeah, very yeah. like yeah, being sounded out live phonetically <laughs> or something. So but we start with a sort of in the or even more in the past, I guess. Uh, a man is rushing through a storm to bring a midwife to his hut or whatever because his wife is having a baby and the midwife's like, okay, chill out. I do this all the time. <laughs> like, and he's like, it's our first child. So She's like, well, it's not mine though, so yeah. I don't need to run. And inside this hut, this woman is, is she having a baby or making a baby? Because <laughs> <laughs> the sounds she's making are very, if you closed your eyes, and heard it out of context, you would think possibly you were listening to porn. Possibly, yes. <laughs> it's very, it's not pained so much as, I don't know what, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was odd. But the baby is born, and daddy, who is Yano. Yano, yep. And the mom is Rita. Yes. They won't matter for too long, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they will. I they, mean, they're, they're, they're like the driving force kind of behind everything in a way, but. They won't be on screen much. I'll say that. Sees this baby that comes out and immediately picks up a machete and is screaming that he's going to kill it. It's a monster. 
and Rita begs him not to. We don't see what's going on with this baby, but... Yeah, so Rita stops him from killing the newborn. Yes. And then the midwife leaves. She was horrified. (laughs) She leaves and is killed on her travels home by a snake, I believe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Just... Ah, snake got me. Yep. Yeah, and snake. the snake seems to be terrorizing a lot of people in their community because it goes to another family, and I wrote it down because I thought it would they, they would be important since they were being featured at the beginning of the movie. This There's another family, and the snake shows up in the wife's bed. Well, the snakes also come to, like, visit the baby. Like, Rita, yeah. all exhausted and shit. Yano's sleeping on the floor because the baby's in the bed. And snake, there's snake like bullets, like these pythons and cobras, are like crawling around the rafters. One drops down into the bed and is crawling on them, and then the baby starts screaming and the snakes go away. But yeah, we also see there's there's an uptick in snake activity in this, in this mm-hmm. village, let's say, and we see there's a scene of like the townsfolk sitting around and they relay the information that man, a lot of people are getting killed by snakes at night lately. Must be the devil. Yeah, they say snakes are <laughs> controlled by the devil, so that's. Well, and there's also a drought. Yes. And that's the devil, too. Yeah. <laughs> and they said that the drought is due to the heavens being angry. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, yeah. isn't that the problem with religion? Any, anything that's good that happens or bad that happens, yes. <laughs> you can blame it all on the devil or God it's or It's convenient. Whatever. Pretty convenient. Yep. If we jump forward to Manda is, was the baby. She's now probably, I don't know, 12, 13 years old, probably. Yeah. Something like that. there somewhere. 11 maybe at the youngest and she always has like a head wrap on like a head scarf yep which at first just seems like fashion or something but no one else is wearing one so and we see her at this point charming snakes yeah i would say straight up controlling them like she can there's this weird like electronic droning sound and then she you know she like waves her arms around and the snakes sort of copy her movements and she can sort of call them send them away things like that and she's got only one friend, this kid named Bulpy, who we will see this seat. We will hear because he, he runs up, Manda, 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 like shouting for. And we will see flashbacks of that scene like three more times in the movie. So you will hear this kid shout her name so many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he runs up and he's like, come play with me. And she's like, nobody else plays with me. Why, why, why would you're the only person who wants to like even talk to me? All the kids hate me. And he's like, that's because your dad's poor. <laughs> that's what he says. He's like, but my dad's poor too, so I get it. So we'll we'll just be like the poor kids together. So they're running around, they're friends. He comes across like a python in the, like, just in the front yard. And she runs over and, like, commands it to leave him alone or something. So he catches a glimpse of her deal, kind of. There's also, there's lots of film scratches in it. It's, this is a phenomenon that's always fascinating to me, these movies that, probably would have been just lost to history and some probably should be lost to history well no you know what i wouldn't say that somebody made a movie they worked hard on it good or bad it should not just cease to exist but clearly the only print they had of this movie to digitize to put it out streaming dvd whatever was a print that's not in very good shape because there are lots of scratches in the film lots of so that's that's an interesting thing to me that this this thing that probably you know there's probably one surviving print somewhere and they managed to <laughs> capture it and they, digitize it before it completely eroded yeah they saved it they did so the, these kids get start teasing her to take her scarf scarf off is what i have next well before that there's a scene where 
Yano's out doing field work. Oh, yes. Amanda comes out and is like, I want to help you. And he's like, no, this is like, you're not strong enough for this. He's like, I don't know, ripping up. A, it's stump day or stump fest, as Bluey's <laughs> dad would say. Something. But it's he, whatever he's doing, she's not strong enough. But he looks at her with some love. You know, he's looking at the the look on his face says to me, gee, I'm glad I didn't kill you, kid, when you, when you were first born. <laughs> yes. You know, like he has grown to accept her for yes. whatever she is. We don't know yet. But but yeah, then she's she's walking along and this little gang of kids like surrounds her and like blocks her way in this alley with sticks so she can't get through. And they're like, ah, you like you, they're pointing and laughing at her. Take off your headscarf. Take off your, you know, you're weird. You're poor and you suck. <laughs> and Bulby sees it and comes running up and this is like no like no like fake stuntman shit like the way these kids shove each other is legit like yeah, he they... pushes this kid so hard and then the other kid push just straight up pushes him down and it's not like stunt work or like they just told this kid push him down and he put he bowls him over yeah that was pretty funny but then the one bully tries to like grab her headscarf off and we see for just a second like a snake head come out and bite him and so all the bullies disperse. He's laying on the ground, clutching his hand, and his mom runs over. Man and Bulpy run off. Presumably this kid died. I guess we don't know for sure. But well, the townspeople were pretty upset. It's enough to bring out the torches and the pitchforks. Because yes, that night, literally, a torch-bearing <laughs> mob descends on Yano and Rita's place and Manda's place. And they're like, send out the kid. Like, basically, give us your daughter to kill and we'll leave mm-hmm. you alone. And Yano's like, fuck you, and grabs a machete and starts fighting all these guys. He gets stabbed in the back by one guy, and then they all throw toward, they burn this house down. Manda, or Rita, sends Manda out the back window, so she, like, escapes down the river or whatever. But her parents are killed by this mob. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there's actually a cool transition. I keep cutting you off. You're about oh, to say fine. something. I was, gonna, I was gonna say then, but I, the, yeah, there is a good transition there because she's the child Manda laying flowers on her parents' graves. And then it pulls away and it's the grown Manda. Yeah, and I didn't even really see, for 1969, low-budget Philippines movie, maybe there's a cut in there and I just wasn't paying close enough attention, but you don't. there isn't a super obvious cut between the child laying the... Well, I guess they could have just had one actress move out of the way and bring the other one in. I don't know, but it worked for me. It was pretty it worked, effective. Yeah, she lays really the flowers good. down and then when it pans back up, it's grown-up Manda now instead of the child. Yeah. And so she has returned... Transition. She's all grown up. And so are the bully boys who have become bully men. They just wander around. Like, you have not, I know, I, I bet the Philippines in 1969 was like, not a great place to live if you weren't rich, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But they have literally nothing else to do still this many years later than to just hang around in groups and just pick on passersby. Because this wagon, this little one horse wagon is being pulled with Tina in it. And being helped along by, or is he pulling the wagon? Is it like a rickshaw kind of thing? No, I think it was being pulled yeah. by something because the wheel got stuck and he wasn't yeah. moving the animal away. He was just trying to keep going over it and, and Tina kind of had to tell him what to do. He didn't seem like a very yeah, brave. that's Bali. Bali, yeah. He didn't B-O-L-I, who will prove himself to be a completely useless person mm-hmm. for the rest of the movie. He tries... His best, bless he him. He does. But he, he is so hard. bad at everything. Um, not the brightest bulb on the tree. But yeah, the wagon gets stuck on this like log in the road that he didn't like a, steer around. Like root. And rather than like trying to get the horse to back up so that he can come at it and turn, he's trying to just 
push the wheels over this thing and it's not gonna happen it's so big <laughs> tina's yeah tina's up there like dude come on can't you she's trying to get him to do the do it the right way and these bullies see him and they come over start pushing bolly around harassing <laughs> tina boys yeah well who are now bully men and they're yeah they're like touching tina and like ooh, you know lady you know and she's get away hitting them with her umbrella and shit yeah, like and she's, she's like a fancy lady she's dressed you know in finer clothes and you know this we we do find out that she is the daughter of a wealthy man yeah and then this other wagon pulls up that's got shu wen shu wen who's from china he is visiting he does not look like he's from china well, i don't know he may or may not be i don't know <laughs> but they they say he is he's also a doctor and a master of the martial arts he jumps <laughs> out of this and breaks it out like sends all these scatters all these bullies with his kung fu chases them off and they're like, hey, you know, can we give you a ride anywhere? Thanks for saving us. And he's like, oh, I'm here to see. Mr. Crispin. Yeah, Mr. Crispin has a leg injury or whatever. And I'm here to see it. I'm a doctor. And when you know, Tina's like, oh, that's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> so Tina Crispin, a <laughs> Filipino name if I ever heard one. But yeah, this is the second movie beginning because this yeah, is, yeah. there's going to be a lot of just Shuen and Tina kind of following each other, hanging out at this palatial estate, occasionally being accosted by bullies. And then... Over here is Manda doing snake shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll kind of and they don't, mingle eventually. They don't mingle till the end. <clears throat> well, I guess the gangs are involved well, the gangs, in both. Yeah, but... but completely different plots for a while. And then it looks like they're in a church. And the men seem to be looting it. Yeah, we meet really Waldo, understand. who's like the leader of this one gang of ruffians. The bully boys. Well, Waldo is the leader of the ruffians. And then there's also Lupo, who's like a famous bandit. Lupo and his gang... Yeah, like raid this church. <laughs> it's pretty funny because like whoever's inside the church opens the door and is like, can I help you? And they immediately just punch him in the face. No answer. And lay him out. And then, yeah, they go in and they're stealing like chalices and yeah, whatever. I guess whatever bandits can, do. Yeah, whatever they can find in the church that might be worth money. And we go back to the Manda movie. Yeah, Manda has tracked down. We see a guy just walking across the field and he sees a snake. And it bites him, and he's laying there struggling and dying from poison. And Amanda walks up, and he's like, "Help me! I got bit by a snake." She's like, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's my snake. Do you recognize me? Do you know who I am?" And he says, "No." She she asks him, "Why? Why did you get bit by a snake?" Yeah, <laughs> that's on you, bro. Watch where you're walking. <laughs> and she eventually says, "Yano and Rita." Yeah, he was the ringleader of the torch-bearing mob that night. Might even be the guy who stabbed her dad. I'm not sure. So, so she's starting at the top. Yeah. So this is the beginning of the revenge. Yeah. And she just, yeah, she tells him, you know, Amanda, you killed my parents. Enjoy dying of poison and walks off. And he dies. And he dies. She then goes to like a waterfall to take a bath. Leaves her headscarf on, takes her other clothes off. Oh, we don't, it's 1969, so we don't see anything. Yeah, you don't but see much at all. These other men approach. Yeah, Lupo's gang is watching from the woods. And I thought they stole her clothes, but then, like, because she comes out and her clothes are gone. But then, like, two seconds later, she's put it, she has her clothes. Yeah. So they didn't take them because we don't, there's no scene of her, like, getting her clothes back from them. So I don't know what that's about, but. Maybe it was just some bad cutting. Yeah, maybe it was supposed to be that they took her clothes, but they, I don't know, trimmed it out or something. But Yeah, then snakes come. Yeah, so they're following her. It's probably 10, 12 guys. They're following her, sort of shouting stuff at her. She gets to the edge of a cliff so she has nowhere else to sort of walk and they're following her across this field 
And then she does her droning sound thing. She's got her eyes turned to like, I don't know. Metallic almost. Yeah, they're like gold, metallic gold. So they're supposed to look like snake eyes or something. But they're not like, they don't have the sort of vertical. Snakes have the vertical kind of pupil, right? Yeah, they just change that weird metallic color. They don't look real. (laughs) Definitely don't look real. No, they're not great contacts. But (laughs) yeah, then all these snakes come out. And of course, this is these are all real snakes because this is before cgi and stuff so it's all manner it's like cobras and sort of faster poisonous snakes and then also big i feel like the big pythons and boa constrictors would be easy to just like jump over and run away (laughs) but whenever someone sees them they stop in their tracks and back up like oh no i can't go that way now but so the snakes are jumping on these guys and covering them up and they're rolling around on the ground they don't seem to actually kill anyone though they're just like tormenting them and yeah attacking them and lubo tries to run away and there's a python blocking his path so he has to go back and he's like begging man to like okay stop why you know and she's like you work or he's you know she's like who are you i'm lupo the famous bandit she's like all right cool you work for me now Uh (laughs) or else the snakes will follow you the rest of your days you know (laughs) like i can call them back anytime like she lets everybody up the snakes leave and everybody can get up and everybody seems to be okay yeah, yeah. So, like, I actually wrote down some of the conversation. He asks her what's ha- like. He asks her a question, like, what's happening. She says she can bring the snakes back, <laughs> and he's like, "Whoa, don't do that!" He goes, no, no, no. I'm so scared. He says. <laughs> so he asks her then what she wants, and she says revenge for her parents' deaths. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you want me to kill people? That's what I'm good at." <laughs> you came to the right guy. You didn't need all that snake shit. I'd do that for free. Go back to the Shu Wen and Rita movie. But so now, yeah, so now she has this gang Not Rita, of what's her name, Tina. This gang of hoodlums working for her in her employ, which I don't feel like she needs. If you can control an army of snakes, an army of men is Pointless. seems almost like yeah. a deficit. Yeah. <laughs> but. I guess I don't know what she needs them for. I guess to a mat because snakes can't carry gold for you because part of her thing is also like amassing a bunch of wealth. Like now they're stealing things for her. Yeah, which is new. Yeah, I don't know what she needs that. But I guess she's also like, I'll get my revenge and also make that cheddar while I'm at it. <laughs> like, so I never have to work again. I don't know. Huh. She's going to be the queen of whatever. So yeah, back to Shuen and Tina. Yeah, where she's already introduced herself when they were at the wagon. And they're walking and talking, and she's asking questions about, like, you know, she's showing him around the scenery and stuff, and he's talking about being a doctor. And then she says to him, oh, it's almost like a James Bond thing. She's like, they call me, and there's a long-ass pause, and then she goes, Tina. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they call you Tina because that's your name, Tina. (laughs) What else would they call you? (laughs) But it's such a, like, dramatic pause of, like, you're, you're expecting her to, like, say something I don't else not just her name but this but also he knows your name because you already told him and right, you've been right. walking around all day it would be weird if he didn't know your name yet so that was a, a funny bit of business yep there's <clears throat> more fights with like the, the, it seems like every scene with Shu Wen in it has a fight well it's because yeah I kept there's going to be five separate rounds throughout the movie of Waldo and his gang of ruffians who just don't like the look of Shu Wen the second they see him also Waldo is into Tina and wants her. Mm-hmm. And he sees, oh, no competition. So Waldo and his gang are constantly trying to attack Shuen, and he embarrasses the lot of them every time. It's not till the very end of the movie, and when he's fighting Lupo, that anyone even connects a hit on him. Yeah. He just <laughs> folds 
dozens of people like laundry at a time. Just kung fu, just <laughs> whap, 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 whap. They never even touch them. And the sounds, the sound effects that they yeah, make. Yeah, it's the you know. Yeah. The famous kung fu it, hit sounds. Super funny. But yeah, so this is the first of five times that he will just thoroughly embarrass this gang of people. And they keep they coming keep back. coming back as if something has changed. Did you? What did you learn from the last fight when he bit, when he beat your asses? That <laughs> is going to help you this time because you don't change your strategy. You just keep attacking him, and he keeps beating you all up. But this is the first time, and so Waldo and his gang are sent packing. Watine also tells him like, "Hey, this isn't cool. What you're doing? I'm going to get you." Something like I'm gonna get you fired. So like Waldo must work for their dad in some her dad yeah, in some yeah. capacity as like a side gear or something. I don't know. But Yeah. Back to the other movie. Yeah, there's some more kills. There's some old guy and lady sleeping in bed and a snake comes in their house and gets them while they're sleeping. And a couple other assorted just some snakes getting people that you know. So she's slowly working her way through Through her avenging. Yeah. And then adult Bolpy shows up. Yeah. Again, Amanda, Amanda, <laughs> running up. And they have a conversation where he's like, oh, hey, you're back. Like, you should have come and found me. Like, we're friends, right? You know, like, I think he was, he didn't know she was back, but he saw her. And I guess she's hard to miss because she's the only one who wears that headscarf like that. But, and he, he says, like, there's been a lot of snake deaths lately. <laughs> many people were killed. Yeah. And he, he basically tries to talk. He's like, I get it. I understand what you're doing, but I wish that you wouldn't. You should just come and, like be cool with me again mm-hmm. and she's like you know that sounds nice but no i can't i have revenging to do walks off well walk, tries to walk off he tries to follow her and we get sort of a replay of including the flashback to the scene when they were kids and she saved him in the yard from a snake now she has sent a snake to the yard to block his like he's trying to follow her and a snake appears in front of him and like scares him off mm-hmm. so that she can walk away so not even bulpy is well i mean she didn't kill him but yeah there's like people fighting in her lair they're always yeah she now has a cave lair that has like built-in steps i don't know where this thing came in but maybe that's what she needed the men for maybe the men built the steps maybe but she also is sitting on a golden throne where this came (laughs) in this cave who knows and what's wild is lubo's gang have captured a bunch of women that they are at this point in the movie all we see is them sort of harassing them like touching them and like ha ha you know laughing and the women are screaming like stop why do you have me leave me alone let me go but these are clearly sex prisoners <laughs> i mean they don't show no anything but but that's what's going to happen it's definitely and Amanda is fine and here's where man i'm stopped being on Amanda's side i was totally on Amanda's side go kill mm-hmm. people with snakes that killed your family for no reason i'm cool with that but now she's like, I'm just going to sit on my throne while all around me, sexual assault is happening. Yeah, she didn't care. <laughs> but does not give a fuck. Nope. So that's, a lot, that's when suddenly I don't care for Amanda so much anymore. Like, isn't what's happening to these women also bad? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not being burned in a fire, I suppose. But, you know. It's still not. These are women who should grow up and want revenge someday, mm-hmm. too. So why aren't you on their side? You should be ordering these men to not do this. But, and also, who I mean, who knows what. The culture in the Philippines in 1969 was like maybe it's just like that. I don't. I don't mean. Yeah. I don't want to make presumptions about things and, like that. And but. at some point during all this, she she asks everyone if they're happy, and she reminds them all that they should be grateful. Well, yeah, because a guy again, she's fine with all of the woman capturing and assaulting that's happening around her. But when everyone's sleeping, one guy tries to like take some of her shit, like some of her gold and stuff, and sneak off. And she kills him with a snake. 
And it's like an object lesson to everyone. Like, I'm providing you with a cave and women and all the gold. Don't run off with my gold, you know? Yeah. So, like, her, her morals are real up and, like, she's not, not, not okay with murder. Well, okay with murdering, you know, quote, unquote, bad guys. Not okay with the murder that happened to her family. Okay right. with sexual assault. Yeah. Not okay with stealing. Right. <laughs> at least not stealing from her. So. She's just all over the place. Um, we're at the Crispin estate. Oh, it's, it's a big estate. It's Mr. Crispin's birthday. So a bunch of townsfolk are there. A bunch of people are there. Seems like kind of the well-to-do and the poor as well. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like a mix of he's opened his home to a lots, lots of different people. Including Waldo's and his gang guys. There's a band playing Stars and Stripes Forever. Yeah, John Philip Sousa. Which I felt, again, I don't know what the Philippines in 1969 was like, but was there that sort of American influence no that, that, like, why would they even, why would they care about that song in particular? But I don't know. They have a big, they have a pig. Yeah, they got a pig roast going on. There's this crazy bamboo double dutch dance that these couple this couple is doing yeah it looks like a real good way to snap an ankle yeah because they're like dancing it's like double dutch but instead of a jump rope it's it sticks there's people holding two big bamboo poles and they're like trying to clack them around your feet and you have to like dance in and out of them without getting your foot caught yeah and it looks dangerous to me Luan and tina have their typical conversation yeah they're standing around there's the featherist weight boxing match going on it's like the two like this you're in this corner so-and-so 110 pounds and this guy 150 but like it's just these scrawny like malnourished dudes but like that's part of the entertainment for the party is these guys are gonna box one guy wins and then sort of the announcer takes it upon himself unsolicited to be like oh there's dr shu Wen. he's a master of the martial arts you you come up here and box this box our champion and he's like no 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 i'm not it's not violence for entertainment. That's not what I'm about. But he makes the mistake of making that speech by going up into the ring first and sort of saying to everybody, like, you know, there's plenty of other stuff going on. We don't need any more boxing. I'm not going to box. You know, no thank you. And then the guy, like, sucker punches him from behind. So it's on. And he's like, all right, then. <laughs> it's going to be like that. It was kind of a setup. Yeah, he's I kind think, of peer yeah. pressured into it. Yeah. But yeah, he gets sucker punched. He gives this guy, the guy's trying to punch him. He's dodging it all. He kicks this guy like in the boxing glove and he flies out of the boxing ring. <laughs> like, he's so good. <laughs> and then another guy comes up to box him. And it's funny because the guy's trying to hit him. He can't hit him. Shuen gives him a good kick to the face and the guy gets back up like he's gonna box him again. And then just is like, all right, you in. Forget it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he just instantly is like, you know what? We're good. This isn't going to work. This is fine. <laughs> I could tell from that kick, this is not the business I want to be in right now. But just the way he says it, he's like, are you it? And just uh, made me laugh. Tina shoots down Waldo. Yeah, Waldo. Like, it almost of... seems like she was breaking up with him. Like they had some history we didn't know about. He's probably been following her around and trying to get with her, you know, and she's probably been rebuffing him politely. Yeah. You know, and then like, he says that he'll never give up because that's my right. Yeah, which I would love to say, oh, that's just the Philippines in 1969, but that shit's still that's going still on. Going Wear on. her down, fellas. Everywhere. Sooner or later, she'll see how cool you are. Yikes. But yeah, that seems to be what's going on. He's like, you know, forget that Shuen guy. Like, I'm here. I like you. And she's like, yeah, but I don't really like you. Like, like you're fine, but yeah, Go it's away. not going to happen. And he's yeah. not happy about it, so we get... Shuen versus the gang round <laughs> two or three at this point. Oh, I don't even, I lost count. 
Because Waldo's like, well, now we're definitely going to kill that. They keep calling him Chinaman, which, I mean, that that's a real sign of the times. But, yeah, he's keeping Tina from me. If it weren't for that guy, Tina would be with me. So, which is surely not true. But we're going to take out the competition. Not by myself. I'm going to bring my whole gang to do it. But, <laughs> but again, it's it's 10, 12 guys running at Shu Wan trying to, and just. And Shu Wan's just. Yep. Blocking them, dodging yep. them, throwing them to the ground, kicking them in the face, punching them in the chest. And it's just 12 guys laying around on the ground moaning. And Waldo's standing there like, well, this didn't work. (laughs) Well, no shit. It didn't work last time. It's not going to work the next three times either. Nope. Keep trying, though. And Shuen and Tina are out on another walk-around date. And he's carving these little darts. He has, like, a pocket knife. And he's carving these darts out of wood. They just look like little... Like little arrows. But, like, the shape of arrows that we would show children. Like, this is what an arrow looks like. Not yep. like arrow arrows, but and he like and I get this scene is purely here just to set up that he has these things, but we see him carve one. Later he's gonna have so many and I don't know where he's keeping them. He just has them. <laughs> he doesn't have like a utility belt like Batman or anything, but he has so many later. But he whips it up in this tree and knocks a coconut down for them with this dart that he has just carved. And they talk about if he's gonna stay there in the Philippines or if he's gonna leave and go back to China. Yeah, and he's not sure yet. There's there's a guy that Manda sort of seduces, like, ooh, follow me back to my cave, fella. Yeah, and come to gets my her hair. into the cave. Which you get, but which seems like a lot of extra work. Because you could have just killed him outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. But because at first the scene, it almost seemed like, like, oh, she's really lonely and she just wants to, like, bang one out with this dude and then kill, you know. But no. She's like, okay, close your eyes. It's the old, like, close your eyes and pucker up trick. And when he opens his eyes, there's a snake there. Mm-hmm. And he's kissing a snake, which is pretty funny. And then the snake attacks him. So there's just this dead guy in her bed now. Her cave bed. <laughs> that they're going to have to drag out. But she tricked him into kissing a snake. More flashback. Yeah. Bul- Bulpy tries again. Amanda runs him off again. But this time she seems sad about it. A little bit, yeah. Which kind of plays, it made me, plays into... Because, yeah, the last scene, it seems like she totally was just messing with this guy to kill him with a snake. But it does make me wonder if, you know, because she seems sad when she runs Bulpy off again. That, like, you know, in another life, a different time, different circumstances, me and Bulpy could, like, be something and be happy. But that's never going to work with my snake hair and my <laughs> need for revenge. Yeah. But once you've killed them all, then what? Like, right, then, right. then you could settle down, right? I guess you're still going to be a freak. Quote unquote. Because again, spoiler alert, her hair is snakes. <laughs> and by her hair is snakes, I mean they have made a wig of snakes, real snakes, mm-hmm. and put it on this. Kudos to her. I'm not saying every woman is scared of snakes. There's plenty of women who aren't scared of snakes. There's I'm not women who snakes. own snakes. Yeah, I'm not scared of snakes. But to have a nest of them on your head for extended amounts of time to film these some of these scenes. Mm. I, not me. No thanks. No thank you. <laughs> so she's brave, braver man than me. At some scenes, again, we're getting kind of ahead, but you can see that, like, there's some live snakes in there moving around. But there are points where none of these snakes are moving, and it's clearly just a bunch of, they put dead snakes on her head. Imagine the end of the day in the hot sun, what that must smell like. (laughs) That you're wearing this disgusting, stinky nest of dead snakes on your head. Oh, gross. They also clearly, I get maybe... I guess a warning to animal lovers coming perhaps too late. They kill a number of real snakes in this movie. Mm-hmm. Not like, it's not like a cannibal holocaust where we're watching them, you know. It's not like that. But the scene later where he's chucking darts at these snakes, there are real snakes falling over with like 
darts in darts their, in their heads and blood coming out like so they it looks very it looked old. like to me they killed a number yep. of snakes making this film when she removes her scarf oh so yeah we weren't that far ahead because that's yeah that's literally the next yeah scene and she takes her scarf thing off and we see that that's what what her father saw when she was born instead of hair like a gorgon a medusa she has snakes, snakes for, hair. for hair waldo goes and enlists lupo's gang to help him because his gang is not getting the job done killing shu wen mm-hmm. so he goes to lupo who i guess has enough free time in his day not serving manda's needs because they already work for manda but it's like hey you know our gang should join waldo's gang and lupo's gang should join forces you should help me take out this shu wen guy i don't know what's in it for him what's in it for lupo i guess maybe shu wen would be could potentially be a threat to your thieving if he right. decides to stop you but i don't know but talks them into joining forces and so now having, both gangs attack Shen Wu and he embarrasses them all again. Oh, yeah. There's now twice as many guys and he beats them he all beats up. beats them all. <laughs> but first there was chicken fights. Yeah, there was a cockfight, which we don't see the sort of the violent end of. We just, but we, we do see. We see the chickens and we see the men yeah. really screaming about it. Yeah, and betting on it and stuff. So, But that's, I mean, that's, that's yeah. very much the culture. So it is what it is. Yeah, so Lupo and Waldo's gang are out at night breaking into people's places. And stealing stuff, pushing people around. Shenwu comes across it in the night and fights them again, <laughs> beating them up. But he sees that Manda is there. Manda's like supervising the thievery. Mm-hmm. She's overseeing. And so finally, it. our two movies are meeting. Finally, because Shenwu and Manda are face to face, and he's like, you know, it's interesting. I saw, you know, there's, there's thieves running around and people screaming, and you're just standing over here. You don't look worried at all, and they're not trying to steal anything from you. So what's that all about? She's like, you should just mind your own business. <laughs> Go away. And he's like, I think you're one of them. And she's mm-hmm. like, whatever. Snakes. And snakes come out. <laughs> you know? But yeah, he's throwing these darts. Now he has a bunch of these darts and any snakes that come at him. He's, poof, poof, poof. he's throwing these darts in their heads and killing them. So yes. they have a stalemate of sorts. Amanda not escapes really. He kind of let, she kind of just walks off while he's busy darting snakes. But Waldo and his crew go and attack the Crispin estate, kidnap Tina to take back to the cave. Yeah, they're pushing Crispin around and his his sort of the help or whatever. Yeah, there's somebody shouting to steal everything and they're taking little bits. Like, they're like steal everything yeah, and they're walking like, out with It's like... as if he said, grab as much as you can carry, but everyone in his gang is so weak, all they can do. Like, it won't, a guy comes out with like one goal, like a chalice. <laughs> yeah, he's got one chalice in his hand. <laughs> like there's and one guy who's got like a big bag and there's two guys carrying like a chest out. But there's so many of them, they're just running out with handfuls of stuff. Yeah, like, and it was just super funny because they're like, steal everything. And then this guy comes out with holding, holding nothing but a chalice. They did the like, same thing at the church. Yep. Like there was just a bunch of guys who came out just holding like a candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So Waldo takes Tina back to the cave lair. Oh, Mr. Crispin gets injured in all this hullabaloo. Yeah. Or re-injured maybe because he was yeah. hurt before i guess yeah and waldo gets tina at knife point too it was kind of a scary scene yeah well and waldo we have not seen waldo and manda interact at all yet but waldo just waltzes into the cave like he's part of the gang so that must have happened at some point mm-hmm. but he brings tina back and is like telling manda like i've got this woman now and shen Wu's probably coming for her but you know and she says to him you can kill her but you can't force her. Which was weird. Because That's you've a- already had a gang full of people forcing women to do things. I'm thinking what she meant was you can't force her to love you. Oh, okay. 
That's more likely. You can yeah. hold her in a knife portal all you want. That's not going to make her love you. <laughs> yep. But again, why aren't you on this woman's side? This ruffian, very much like the kind of ruffian who came and burnt down your parents' house and killed your family, is doing this kind of shit to this girl. Yep. And you just don't care. You don't care. (laughs) She's hyper fixated on avenging her parents' death. And she doesn't seem to care what other atrocities are committed on the path to that. Yeah. Shenwu does find the cave and come in looking for Tina. First he tells her father that he will get her he's yeah i'm gonna go get her i guess bully leads him there he's like oh there's there's this cave up here that must be their den so shenmue comes in snakes 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 everywhere there's snakes flying through the air at him and he's foo, foo, he's chucking darts yeah. when i first watched it because i watched everything twice you only watched it the once but yeah. i watched it before you did i thought i didn't notice the darts at first so i thought he was just karate chopping snakes out of the air and i was so happy <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. he's not. He's throwing darts. He's throwing but he's darts. throwing darts at these snakes in midair and on the ground and just and dude, he's probably just, 20 snakes he kills. But where is he? He just has these darts. Where do you, where he, is he has them in his secret pocket. I guess. Just always at hand. Always has darts there. He's he's ready. But he doesn't find Mando or Tina there. So he goes back outside. He's trying to find a way to get up. Oh, because he saw Mando go up the stairs. Mm. He's also like flipping around and doing all kinds of gymnastics around these snakes. But he winds up back outside for round four versus Waldo and Lupo's gang. Yep. Because they really don't learn their lesson. More Because again, they're not like, this time we're all carrying machetes. Yeah. Or at least sticks. Or rocks. Or we're going to get a gun. There's guns now. This isn't, you know. There's not one gun in this movie. There should be. <laughs> but they still are just coming at him with hands and feet. And he's just making a mockery of them. Mm-hmm. At every turn. For the fourth time now. Though he, he does no, it, this a, is in the cave because this is where he straight up kills some dudes. Yeah, with the arrows in the foreheads, the little darts. He yeah. kills a couple guys with darts too. Yeah, and and it just looks gross. <laughs> just like right in the forehead, like right in the forehead. Most of the guys he just beats up, but there's two or three of these guys that I don't just randomly he darts in the head and kills with these darts because he's done fucking around, I guess. Yeah, and Tina, he finds Tina there, and she asks to hurry and get out, and they leave and find Bali. Well, before that, (laughs) he's chasing Manda up the stairs. He jumps on these two snakes that are blocking the path and jumps over them to get on the stairs. And then she says, I wish I remembered the exact line, but it's basically like, bring the fire. (laughs) And then from like a crevice above that's built into the cave, the gang members are dropping down these right. big balls that they've coated in oil, like, and suddenly just flaming fireballs, like he's attacking Bowser's castle. <laughs> flaming fireballs are just dropping in this cave that he has to dodge and jump around, and it's setting the snakes on fire, and it's it, but soon the entire inside of the cave is engulfed, and he has to run outside, where then we now have round five of him finding these guys more outside. But it's the same guys. He knocks the them same, out, yeah. and they get back up and come at him. And like, no, at some point you have to be like, Enough's enough, man. Yeah, we're done. Listen, Lupa. It's been real. It's been fun. <laughs> it ain't been real fun. But we... Because <laughs> this guy keeps kicking me in my nose. <laughs> and I'm going home now. Enough All I got is a candlestick. I'm done. <laughs> me and my chalice, we're heading out. Yeah. I got, got enough roundhouse, roundhouse yeah. kicks to the face. You I'm see what good. he did to Larry? That guy got a dart in the head. I'm not getting a dart in my head. Fuck you, Lupo. I'm out. I'm out. Enough. Come up with a new plan. Can I go get a... I will go get a gun and shoot this man in the back. Mm-hmm. I'll go get... Well, there's cars now. I'll go, run him over with a truck. No. Tell me what no. to do, but I'm not running at him with my face anymore. <laughs> Fuck you, man. 
Oh, funny. Also, why not send fighters and snakes at the same time? Right, no. <laughs> While he's distracted by the fighters, snakes could sneak up on him or vice versa. No. Nope. Never the twain shall meet. Never. It's funny. So, Boli attempted to help Shenwu fight when he first got to the cave and was immediately punched and kicked by guys and didn't put up much of a fight at all because he's a useless wimp. Yeah. But... And proving that even more, he comes across, as he's stumbling through the woods, comes across Waldo holding Tina at knife point, tries to sneak up behind them. It's a real, he's doing some real shtick. Like he's coming up, he's like to her, like, shh, don't say anything. I got this rock and I'm going to, you know, pantomiming. And goes to hit Waldo, who just happens to turn at the right time, and he cracks Tina in the head with this rock because Bully's useless. So mm-hmm. Waldo knocks Bully out. He's, or he's beating up Bully. But while he's distracted with that, Tina hits Waldo in the head with a rock. Yes, she can do it. He can't. And I guess killed him? He's got a big bloody... Because we don't see him again, I don't think. We don't see him again, Yeah, so she must have killed him with the rock. Good for you, Tina. Yeah. But before that, we see... No, because Bolly runs off, and we see Waldo throw a rock, and you can't see it, but I put air quotes around the word throw, because Mm -hmm. this is the... (laughs) It's the weakest... He like, and there's like, like it, the, this rock goes a foot and a half mm-hmm. and not nearly in the direction he was pointing it. Like it's the worst <laughs> attempt at throwing a rock I've ever seen. And this is supposed to be like the badass bad guy, but guess not. No. But yeah, goodness gracious, great balls of fire, more of those more raining balls. down. But Shenwu climbs up the rock face to where those guys are dropping the fire balls with a down. Vine. And beats, yeah, with a vine. Beats them all up so they're not throwing fireballs down anymore. She takes off her scarf again then, too. Yeah, shows Shenwu her <laughs> nest of now dead snakes on her head. Uh, and now she suddenly can teleport and vanish? All of a sudden. At the very he, end of the movie, she has this new power. Yeah, she should use that a number of times before. I guess she, guess she didn't need to, but I guess she did make some snakes kind of appear and disappear at will. Like the one she scared Bulpy with just kind of vanished once she was gone, but I just figured maybe the snake you know fucked off but no shenmue she, goes to punch her and she like bloop she blips out and then she's like 10 feet behind him and throws a snake on him and he's wrestling this snake around kind of comically <laughs> and gets that off but she keeps sort of disappearing and reappearing but he winds up backing her up to sort of the edge of the cliff and so she has i would say she has nowhere else to go because her back's against the, and how come but she, she can just do it then? yeah she can just teleport away you would think i don't know the powers are whatever. Yeah, she doesn't blip out. She falls. Yeah, and it's not even... He doesn't even push her off the cliff. She just is backing away from him and takes one step too far, falls off this cliff, and then a very clearly male stuntman in a dress. <laughs> like, this is an incredibly, like, tanned, like, rippling muscles in his back. Like, this was a dude in her costume, falls off this thing, and then she's just in the burning cave screaming because she's fallen into... The, cave where all the fireballs were and then it just says the end yeah and that was the <laughs> so most abrupt. abrupt ending ever very abrupt i guess we see shenwu and tina kind of embracing for a second like oh we made it yeah but yeah it's just she's and like that's it oh, i'm on fire over. and then the end and she's dead we assume yeah which i, I guess, guess is good i felt for her to start with but she turned out to be turning a blind eye to a number of things that i did not care for so mm-hmm. And that's yeah. Devil Woman. Don't need to watch it again. 
No, but I always appreciate, I, I like having on this show things that are different. Yes. Foreign films, we've only had a couple, so this was a nice thing. Movies from the 60s, you know, that time period. Usually I'm getting lots of, you know, mid-2000s to, you know. Yeah. So something different for sure. And again, considerably better. Not a great movie, but entertaining in spots, considerably better than so many movies I've watched for this Mm -hmm. show. (laughs) Enough that it's, you know, it's probably kind of middle of the pack of all the movies I've watched or done for the show, I should say. Yeah, Devil Woman. I, yeah, I don't know if I would say worth a watch or not, but yeah, I don't know. Not terrible. Probably longer than it needed to be. You could have trimmed a lot of fat in there. And it's only like 90 minutes, so it's not like it's super right, long, right. but it still could have probably been 10 minutes shorter. Yeah, there were some lingering scenes that could have not lingered. Well, and a lot of the redundant, you know, because there's not even, it's not like there was like super great stunt choreography. Mm-hmm. Or camera work or something during the fight scenes. So the fight scenes are just guys running up to him. He dodges them and punches them. And the mm-hmm. next guy runs up, you know. And that happens five times. So <laughs> you could have trimmed two of those out because they're all the, the same. Yep. So. Yeah. yeah. That's Devil Woman. Devil Woman. Had worse, had better. It is that time of the episode where I press the magic button to see what next episode's movie, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, will be. Press the magic button now. Next week's movie. What is this? Oh no. Uh <laughs> Cradle of Fear. See, we had Point of Fear many, many, many episodes ago. This is Cradle of Fear from 2001. Uh it appears to be Oh, I don't care for that. Uh a starring vehicle for Cradle of Filth lead singer Danny Filth. Uh I band I have zero appreciation for i can't imagine that's going to be good at all (laughs) but it also looks super cheap wow Mm -hmm. okay at least from the picture here but all right on tubi cradle of fear from 2001 a horror movie obviously starring danny filth (laughs) yikes that is next week's movie and your homework should you choose to accept it my love yes thank you oh you're welcome being on the show again i enjoy it watching these Strange, strange things with me. Better than Train Quest. Much better than Train Quest. Train Quest was a nightmare. (laughs) This was at least something. Uh, Where can people find you? Places. Um, On Instagram. Branca Chica. I think I'm on Twitter sometimes. Not very much. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly not as much as. Carrie Valeris. I am. I am uh, Heath Lambert 78 on Twitter. The show is That's the Random. P2. Show has an email address, that's a random pod at gmail.com. Artwork for the show by Joe Humphrey, who is at Mr. Joe Humphrey on Twitter and Slasher. I always feel like I'm forgetting something, and then I realize I'm not forgetting anything, but I do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can say for certain it's been up in the air, it's been questionable since February was when the last episode came out, but Midwest Movie Maniacs, my side gig, my other, uh, my co hosting podcast duties will be returning very shortly the two episodes we've already recorded that have not been released will probably be dropping this weekend and then we are recording our first new episode soon uh, where we will be watching an indie horror film which has not even been released to the public yet the filmmaker has shared it with us to watch on a secret website so not very many people have even seen this movie i have not watched it yet 
So we'll see how that goes. But so yeah, also watch for Midwest Movie Maniacs returning soon, Damien and I. And I think that'll do it. Yeah, that does it. On behalf of Carrie and myself, have a good week, everybody, and see you back here next episode for Cradle of Fear. It just it occurred to me. So at the beginning of this episode, I'm going to have a clip of the song Devil Woman. I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe, and this is a weird coincidence, I believe that Cradle of Filth did a cover of that song, Devil Woman. So if that's true and I can find it, I will also put a clip of Cradle of Filth's cover of Devil Woman at the end of the episode for people to compare and contrast. I wonder which one will be better. (laughs) Hmm. Anyway, that's it, everybody. Listen and find out. Listen and find out. Bye-bye. Bye.